everybody and welcome to my podcast, Probably Crying. My name is Jenna Godin. I am your host. If you're new here, hi, how are you? I hope you enjoy this podcast and other episodes if you've listened to those. And if you're not new, hi, welcome back. Thank you for joining me once again. So for this week's episode, I wanted to do kind of like a reflection on myself, um, my younger self specifically, and just kind of um, talk about the way that the ways in which I've changed and, you know, since the year's coming to an end, very quickly, very abruptly, why not reflect on our younger selves and ourselves in this past year, um, and do some deep thinking. Make ourselves cry a little bit, you know, it's important to, uh, reflect on ourselves and get those emotions out, so let's get right into it. Actually, I lied, um, before we get right into it, I was on Apple Podcasts, and I was just checking, you know, the reviews on there and stuff, and I saw that I had a one, a few one-star ratings, so, um, whoever you are, I'm very upset. I don't understand what I did wrong. I'm trying my best here. Just kidding. I would also rate this podcast a one-star as well, so I really don't blame you. And if you're somebody that hates me, I also don't blame you. Um, fully expecting that if you hate me and are listening. Um, but hi, thank you for the listen, you know, that's cool. I'm glad that you're here, I guess. <laughs> All right, um, anyway, yeah, let's get right into it. I do want to add, um, a little bit of a trigger warning just in case, you know, I'm going to talk about depression and mention, um, suicide and, like, suicidal thoughts in this episode, and I don't want to throw anybody off or trigger anybody, so... If that's not something you're comfortable listening to or, you know, you're just not in that place right now, I completely understand and, uh, you can click off, skip through, I don't know, whatever's best for you, but I just wanted to throw that in there. So I think a large part of my reflection will probably be, um, me talking about my depression and how I've grown with it and how I've learned to handle it better and how I've realized the way in which it really affects me, um as well as, like, how I have dealt with suicidal thoughts and all of that stuff, um, because that took up a really large chunk of time in my life, I guess, or at least my, uh, formative years, and, um, I think it's really important to reward yourself on how far you've come, no matter what your struggle is, if it's mental illness, if it's a physical illness, whatever it may be, um, you know, life isn't easy, and I think it's good to reward yourself and be proud of yourself for how far you've come in life, regardless of those battles and all of that stuff, so yeah. When I first started feeling what is, what I now recognize as depression, I was around 12 years old, um, and you know, I just woke up one day and I was like, I do not feel like getting out of bed. I cannot do it. Like, moving my legs right now, somebody would have to pay me all of the money in the entire world to get me to do that. And that might not, might not even get me to do it. Like, I don't have the physical strength. I don't have that mental strength to want to get out of bed right now. And, you know, like, I had always been insecure, but it was like insecurity times three billion. And I just felt really sad. I felt really alone. I, it was like everything was black and white. Nothing was, 
bright, nothing was, nothing was happy, nothing. And it was really hard for me to kind of learn how to deal with that because I went from being what I thought was okay to being complete, utter darkness all the time. And I remember I would go on um, Tumblr, like depression Tumblr, and I would look at like all of the posts on there, which aren't very healthy when you think about it. I mean, I know it's all people expressing their feelings and all of that stuff, but when you're 12 years old and you don't know what you're feeling and you're just looking at that and it only perpetuates the thoughts that you have, so it really didn't help me at all. <laughs> but I was very insecure with myself and I just felt really like unloved and unwanted and all of that stuff and it really, really made me feel alone when I wasn't, I had friends, I have family, you know, um, but that's the way I felt, and it was really hard for me to handle it for a long time, because I didn't know anybody around me that was really dealing with the same thing that I was close enough with, or that I felt comfortable talking to, and I was scared to say something to my family, because I thought they were gonna think I was crazy, and I didn't want to, like, you know, the whole, the whole spiel, <laughs> and at first, I thought it was just a few bad days, and those few bad days, it turned into a few bad weeks, then a few bad months, and then a whole year. And I was like, well, shit, there's something really wrong here. <laughs> there's no going back. Um, and that was a hard pill to swallow for me. But I've, I'm happy to say that I have swallowed it and I've learned ways to deal with it. But we'll, we'll get to that. As for suicidal thoughts... Um, they didn't start happening until probably about a year in, if I was to look back and give a timeline, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it was weird because I couldn't stop thinking about it, and it's like, deep down, it's what I wanted, but I would never bring myself to do it because the rational, like the small part of me that wasn't depressed, sad, wanted to die, Jenna, was like you can't do that to your family to your friends to whoever you know like you're gonna be okay like you can't like what happens if they walk in and find you like all this stuff and it was like an internal struggle and battle with myself over whether or not I do it or not and I never did obviously I'm here um and I'm happy I didn't but at the same time in that moment oh my god that was like that idea was so magnificent to me because I just felt like the pain would never go away and like it was the only way out which is really common with a lot of people and I don't think a lot of people realize that suicide is never anybody's first option or at least nobody I've ever talked to or anything I've ever read it's usually um a really long hard well-fought battle with whatever it is, depression, anxiety, bipolar, PTSD, schizophrenia, like, whatever it may be, and the pain just doesn't feel like it's ever going to go away, and it takes so much to drive somebody to that point, and, um, it's, it's frustrating hearing people call it cowardly, because I feel like those same people just don't understand the pain that someone feels, um, when they are so severely, uh, depressed or whatever they may be going through, 
that pain feels like it's going to be forever and nobody wants to feel that pain forever it's awful taking your own life is not easy it doesn't it's not like oh yeah one day i'm gonna go do this real easy peasy it's it's not easy um so just keep that in mind be nice to people check in on people um but anyways i was having an internal battle with myself whether or not i wanted to do it and part of me was like this is the most incredible idea i've ever come up with and the other part of me was you can't do this and i dealt with those thoughts for years um at first they were really bad and then they'd kind of lessen they wouldn't happen all day every day um and they wouldn't be as loud i guess um and then they'd fluctuate one day would be like do it and the other day would be like "Mm, mm, do it if you want you know um if that makes sense and it's it's not easy having that internal struggle with yourself and also trying to like learn how to deal with this newfound mental illness that you have and you realized you had just a year ago and you don't know what the fuck is going on because everybody else around you seems to be doing completely fine and nobody's sharing the same struggle as you but here you are it was just a lot of back and forth in my head and i remember just wanting to rip my hair out because i didn't know which side to be on so i was just standing in the middle <laughs> if you can imagine it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder and then it's just you in the middle and you're like what the fuck what do I do? What do I do? Um, that was when I found out I had depression and that was like my earliest experience with suicidal thoughts and it carried over into high school, obviously. Um, and even now, um, obviously I've learned ways to fight them off and it's never as strong as they used to be. Um, I think the last time it was ever terrible was in March and ever since then it's never been that bad and I have Will who was my friend at the time but I mean now he's my boyfriend and he really helped me through that time um and you know I still deal with those things but I've learned better ways to do it and I think it's really important to notice your progress so I'm gonna talk about my a little bit So, as I went into high school, obviously, you learn more about mental illness. You take AP Psych, Intro to Psych, whatever it may be. You become more active on social media, or you just start researching things, or you have a research project, or whatever it may be, and you learn more about it. Um, And I learned more about depression and all that stuff, and I made some really great friends, and I became close with some really great people, and I learned how to better cope with my issues and the things that were really bothering me every day and even though it wasn't easy getting up out of bed at six o'clock in the morning to go to school for 7 20 it got easier every day and some days it'd be really freaking hard and some days you'd be like okay you know what you're fine you got this and um that i think just came with time and just kind of coming to the realization that this is the way i was going to be living my life now and there was no changing it because it had been years <laughs> and just kind of accepting it and swallowing that pill like i said and just kind of rolling with the punches you know i think it's really important that i recognize that process and that you take a step back and also recognize yours as well 
because I'm proud of you and you should be proud of you as well. Another thing is just like I've learned to be a lot nicer to myself and I'm not very nice to myself all the time. I'm very self-deprecating. It is like the core of my humor. However, when I was younger, I wouldn't even give myself the fact that I was smart, that I was funny to at least somebody <laughs> or, or that I looked good one day or that I had nice hair. I didn't. Seventh grade, I ruined it with an ombre, but whatever. Um, you know, I wouldn't let myself get compliments from myself. I wouldn't let myself feel good. And I, it's hard when you have those depressive and intrusive thoughts because it's just telling you that you're, you're just a piece of shit and you're worthless, but you still have the capacity to realize that, yeah, I got a freaking A plus on my essay. I'm smart. I couldn't do that. And, you know, now <laughs> I can do great on an essay or an exam and be like, you know what? I fucking killed that. I did great. I am so good at this class. I'm so good at this topic. I'm smart. And I'm not the smartest person in the world by any means, but I'm smart enough to get myself to where I am now. And, you know, somebody finds me funny. I think I'm funny. I make myself laugh. I make my sister laugh. I make Will laugh. It might be obligatory, but it happens. You know, someone finds me funny. If you don't, I understand, but you know, whatever. Um, like, just those little things, which seem so juvenile, but with when you're so down on yourself and so insecure about every single piece of yourself, those little things mean so much. <laughs> like, somebody telling me I have a good sense of humor, good delivery. I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much. I could cry. Or, you know, somebody being like, oh my god, your hair looks really nice today. And I didn't do anything to it. Like, I just showered and let it air dry and it just, I guess, looked nice. That makes me want to cry. Thank you so much. You know? Like, oh, your hands look, those rings make your fingers look so pretty. Like, whatever it may be. It may be so freaking stupid. It makes me so happy and I really appreciate, I'm terrible at taking compliments, but I very much appreciate them. But yeah, that is another thing I have definitely developed and learned how to do, like, do better um, with is complimenting myself and letting myself take compliments and maybe I might not believe all of them, but, you know, I let myself appreciate them, which is something I never did when I was younger. And yeah, I'm, I've definitely succeeded in that area however i am still severely insecure so we're working on it though we're getting there we're getting there another thing i want to reflect on that does kind of connect to um my depression i guess is my personality when i was younger specifically in middle school and kind of earlier high school i was very loud weird energetic whatever um and I think a lot of it stemmed from me overcompensating for how sad I felt. And I thought, you know what? If I am just 100% off my fucking rocker all the time, nobody will notice. And it worked <laughs> for the most part. Um, but, you know, my personality has definitely developed as, as I have grown, you know? I have, I'm still fucking weird. I'm still very energetic and loud and I'm outgoing and I talk to a lot of, I'm, I talk to people, you know, I'm friendly. 
um, just like I was in high school and middle school. However, it's toned down a little bit because I have learned ways to deal with my sadness and my depression in a better way where I can still be my true self, just not overcompensating. And um, that's something I'm really proud of because I used to just I used to only base myself off of my personality, which I think is why a lot of people hated me in high school is because I was fucking annoying um, and middle school. But I went to college and I just released myself of who I was back then. I was like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to a school where everybody from my high school goes to, but there's so many people that don't know who I am. And it's time to just let that shit go and be myself and start over and just kind of grow into the person I want to be, which sounds really cliche and cheesy, but it's true. And that's what I've done. Um, It hasn't been easy, obviously. I mean, growing and changing is never easy. You're going to learn from mistakes no matter what they are or when they happen. And it's just kind of realizing that you can change, (laughs) obviously. I mean, um... I'm still obviously learning and growing into the person I want to be. I'm only 20 years old. I've got a lot of life left, I hope, and I'm getting there. And I am way more proud of the person I am now than I was five years ago. Even two years ago, three years ago. Um, Lastly, um, one thing that I've really gotten better at that has been a more recent uh, development is standing up for myself and just kind of being more, I don't want to say assertive, but being more confident in the things I say and in the way that I feel about things and not being afraid to voice them um, has been something that I've really tried to work on and I'm still working on. I'm 1000% better than I was before and I'm still learning and I'm still trying to become better at it. But compared to how it was when I was 6th, 7th grade, good lord, light years better. And um, that's something that I've always been really hard on myself for is because I would let people talk down on me or to me and just treat me like shit and act like I'm just dirt. And I would really get upset over it because... I would have all these things in my head to say, but I couldn't bring myself to say it. And I would just want to punch myself in the face for just letting somebody treat me that way. But then I don't like conflict. So I just keep it all inside and I just take it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. And I apologize for everything, no matter what it is. If I was to look at you and look at you for a second too long, I would apologize. You know, it just really juvenile things. And... Um, I apologize all the time. I apologize for everything and that's what I would always do and I would apologize for things I didn't need to apologize for because I didn't do anything wrong or what they're saying just wasn't true and I would just accept it and I would just take it and just brush it off. Not even. I couldn't. It would just replay in my head all the time until I completely engraved into my brain and just beat myself up for hours over it but I've become so much better at it and I still beat myself up over things and I'm still not good at conflict, but I've become a lot better at voicing my opinion, my feelings, my thoughts, and standing up for myself when I feel necessary. You know, there are certain things where you pick your battles, but 
I've become a lot better at being like, you know what? I didn't deserve that. Don't talk to me that way. Um, this is how I feel. Okay, blah, 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 whatever it may be. And I've just, I've noticed that over the last few months. Um, and I've, I am proud of myself because I really do care a lot about what other people think because I'm a major people pleaser and, um, being able to stand up for myself really helps me not get fucking screwed over all the time. Um, and getting screwed over really affects me mentally and emotionally. So being able to lessen that or prevent it is really great. So yeah, I stand up for myself now. Hehe, <laughs> you can't see me smiling, but I'm smiling. Um, but that's the last thing I wanted to reflect on. And yeah, I hope that at least one of the things I said in this episode makes sense. Um, and that you can kind of understand what I'm saying. And whatever, I hope it makes sense to somebody. It's very late. Um, my brain is jumbled. But, um, yeah, that's all I have for you guys in this episode. Please remember to, you know, be proud of yourself and your progress and how far you've come. You know, life isn't easy and everybody's got their own thing. And it's, it's good to, you know, be nice to yourself and recognize that and give yourself that, you know. If you're going to give yourself anything, give yourself the satisfaction of knowing how far you've come. I'm proud of you. And if that counts for anything, and I know that there's a lot of people that are proud of you as well. So, just be nice to yourself. Take some time for yourself. Take care of yourself. Um, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, if you celebrate it. And I will see you on Thursday. Make sure to go um, follow Probably Crying Podcast on Instagram. And, you know, share with your friends, whatever. Leave a review. And, um, that's it, you know? I, uh, I hope you have a good day, a good night, whatever, and I will see you later. Bye.